welcome to an episode of Melanated and Educated. I'm your host, Destiny, and today I'm going to be talking about the audiobook, The Stand-In. Okay, so The Stand-In, written by Lily Chu, is actually narrated on Audible by Philippa Sue, who I personally know as being Eliza in the... I was going to say like the Broadway version, but I feel like every version of Hamilton is the Broadway version. Like, I don't know any off-Broadway Hamiltons. Like, there are, but no one... I, I don't know them. So, basically, Philippa Sue plays Eliza in Hamilton. Like, the main original Broadway cast of Hamilton. Which is awesome. Um, I actually love her voice acting in this book. The only problem with it is sometimes... Okay, so... Okay, so, basically, the main character in this book is named Gracie. Gracie says weird things, but she also thinks weird things. And because there isn't like a different tone when Philippa is talking, I can't always tell if she's saying weird things or if she's just thinking them. And then I can't tell. And then if that person doesn't react, then how am I supposed to know like if that if that was out loud or what? And the reason I can't just read it is because it's only available on Audible. So it's like mm. One thing about this book, if you want to enjoy it, do not root it in any type of reality at all. Because the entire thing is just very wacky. And that's like the whole point. Like, Okay, so basically the main character, like I said, her name is Gracie. And Gracie is, um, she's, she likes to be average, super average. She doesn't want to be too good at anything, doesn't want to be too bad at anything. Um... And that's like her main character point. Her mom taught her just to be like plain, just be plain. But um, basically when she's trying to be under the like, under the radar or whatever, like she has a horrible boss who is like a harasser, like a sexual harasser. And he wants her to be with him and she says no. So he fires her. And so she ends up getting this opportunity to be like, the stand-in, pun intended, based off of the title, for this Chinese celebrity who she looks exactly like, like, like very, very similar to, which everyone thinks is kind of funny or crazy because um, Gracie is Asian. She's white and Asian. She's not like Asian and Asian. Like she's she's white and Asian, which is like a thing in her. It's like a not a plot point, but it is like a a point. I I don't know what I call it a point. It's like a point the author makes that. When you say, like, someone is just this, like, they're just Asian versus they're white and Asian. Like, oh, they're not Asian enough. Like, something that Gracie feels like. Sometimes people don't think she's enough of an Asian person or what have you. Like, so there's that. Um, It's not that it doesn't matter, because it does. It's an important, like, thing in society. I don't want to say issue. It's not necessarily, like, no, it is an issue to say that you're not enough for something. But it's not like that is like a main thing though like it's just like it's like mm, you know those lines in tv shows where they want to prove that they're like woke so they like make a semi-feminist comment like in riverdale yeah yeah but um i don't know i think we could have explored her identity more especially considering like how some people treat her or like sometimes i think they did a pretty good job like when they talk about how people call her exotic or they want to know what she is um and why she looks like that but they also make a point to say that she looks fully asian so it it throws me off i think 
but it makes sense when they talk about when she's like with her white dad who has passed in this book by the time we're here it's just i don't know i don't know basically um gracie gets this opportunity to be the stand-in for um chinese celebrity wei fang li who is an actress and she has very bad anxiety and she's also just very focused on her craft and she doesn't want to have to go out and do press so she hires gracie to do it um and Wei Fang Li has a best friend named Sam Yao, who is also an actor. And he's very protective of Wei Fang Li. And basically, he doesn't like Gracie because he thinks she's just doing it for the money. Which she is, but she's trying to use that money to get her mom, who has dementia, into a better um, care home. But not that he needs to know that, because he's already judged her. And so, one thing about this book, which... I don't really like is you already know what's going to happen you don't have to read this book at all you don't have to listen to this book at all because if you just look at the description like it tells you everything and what it doesn't tell you is very obvious like so Sam Yao doesn't like her right they don't like each other guess what they fall in love bam there's that oh yeah this is done they're like oh you have to believe in yourself um you're an amazing woman and as soon as they stop not liking each other, they become friends, and we find out he's, like, the perfect guy. He has no flaws. He loves children. He loves puppies. You know, like, there's nothing different about him. He's just... Oh, and he also has to be the world's... He was, like, wow, at one point in, like, one of the magazines, like, the world's sexiest man. So, of course, that doesn't hurt. You know what I mean? Like, it's just... This book... Was a, it was a fun listen. I mean, I listened to it. I liked it. But it was also just so formulaic. Like, I feel like I could have read 10 books just like this with different names and slightly different plot points. And it would be the same experience. Like, I don't know. It was just uh, a bit tropey. But that's why I said you have to not have, like, a real mindset about this book but at the same time like if you don't it's just i don't know something about this book like i liked it i loved listening to it it was interesting to listen to it was entertaining for sure but at the same time i was like ugh ugh this it just so and one thing that didn't make sense to me is so gracie basically looks almost exactly like wei fang li like down to like the cheekbones right like they look exactly like minus the fact that gracie has shorter hair because she cut her hair right but gracie sees wei fang li as this beautiful, graceful woman, right? She's like, oh my gosh, why are you so beautiful? And then she looks in the mirror and she's like, I'm just a plain girl. Like, I don't get how they get mistaken for each other. After recognizing that they look exactly alike. I just don't get it. And I get it's probably like a self-confidence thing. But the way it happens is she's like, Wei Fang Li is so beautiful. I'm so plain Jane. And then I'm like, but y'all look exactly alike. Like, I don't, I just don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. I'm not saying that there's something like... I'm not saying that like the book is bad. I'm just saying Gracie gets on my nerves. She's kind of selfish. And then when she's trying not to be selfish, it just doesn't work. And then like she'll acknowledge that she's being like a jerk. And then she'll just keep being a jerk throughout the book. Like, Gracie definitely annoyed me. Um, I just... I, Philippa Sue being the narrator definitely saved her. She got extra points for that. Like, it, 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 mm, that, that was a saving grace for sure. Because I'm just like, uh, 
I just can't. It, you really, really need to pretend like, because it's just, it's just, you just really need to accept that anything is possible, you know? Believe in magic for this book. Like, it's just, mm-mm. Gracie is so selfish sometimes. It just... And then there's, like, that trope. You know that trope where it's, like, you misunderstand something when you're eavesdropping, so then you do something rash, like, run away? She does that. And it just bothers me. Like, I feel like she just doesn't... She doesn't work. as Like, Gracie just doesn't work. And then she just doesn't work with Sam. That whole thing with Sam, like, I get that's just... He's the perfect guy and everything like that. They just didn't feel right to me. At all, like... And then, like, him talking about how he's in love with her. And I'm like, y'all don't even know each other for real. Like, she's a selfish person. And you can be selfish. Like, there's a whole point about you can be selfish, be a selfish person, whatever, whatever. I just feel like sometimes she wasn't a good person. Let me say that. Because you can be a good person and be kind of selfish. Like, you have to be selfish for yourself sometimes. And I think she was, and that's good. Do I dislike Gracie? I don't think so. I think I still like her, but I just think sometimes she was very irritating. But I, I did like how... Like, one thing about Grace being biracial is she wanted to get in touch with her culture because the more, as as her mom regresses more due, her, due to her dementia, she speaks less and less English. And so she's, like, trying to learn Mandarin and everything like that. And so I feel like that was interesting. I think that, um, like, it's one of those things where it's, like, when biracial people say, like, I'm part of the two worlds because she's a Chinese-Canadian. She's pretending to be a fully Chinese woman, but she can't speak Mandarin. And people in Canada don't always see her like they're just, they just see someone foreign. You know what I mean? So I think that like some parts were cringy, but other parts were like cool to read. And I think that overall I have mixed feelings about this whole book. It's fun. It's like a fairy tale type story, like, you know, life swap instead of wife swap. Like the Princess and the Pauper, that Disney movie, that's based up not Disney movie, that Barbie movie that's based off like a real folk tale or whatever. But at the same time, I'm just kind of like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. did I like it? I don't know. It gives me overall mixed feelings because I feel like, like, I don't know what it is. I feel like we followed the formula a little too much and we didn't flesh it out all the way. Like it, it needed something else. It needed a little more. It needed a little bit more. And it didn't have that little bit more. Okay? So, I don't know. It's just... I will talk about what I did like. I did like um, Gracie's best friend, um, Angelique. I liked her. I liked, um, I liked Sam, even though he was, like, the poster boy for plain, like, <laughs> romantic interests. I did like him still. I did like Wei Fang Li, and I liked how they tried to handle her mental health issues, because, like, China is different from the United States and from Canada, like, and just, like, they're a lot more conservative about mental issues and everything like that, and so... Gracie helping her understand her mental issues and get help with a therapist and medication. That was pretty cool. Um, I think that if there wasn't so much focus on Sam and the story, I would have liked it more. Because, like, every five seconds, Gracie's like, yeah, I don't like Sam. He's so freaking attractive. But he's so frustrating. Grr, like, we get it. We get it. Enemies celebrities. Even though they're not really enemies. Like, we get it, though. And I'm like, 
enemies to friends lovers rivals to friends lovers what do you want to call it i don't even know what that trope would be because they're not really like enemies they're not really rivals either they're just they don't like each other you know nemesis i don't know whatever you want to call that trope for this case but i feel like they just kind of shove down our throats like we all knew you were going to get together like you didn't have to keep telling us how attractive he is you already established he's one of the most handsome men in the world and he's known for his looks as an actor a lot of the reason that he started getting it is because of nepotism and his looks and he just happened to have talent because his mom works in like as an actress and his dad works in like the entertainment company like behind the scenes the industry or whatever like we get it you fell in love with a nepotism baby like okay we just focused a little too much on this romance when we could have fleshed out those other things like her being biracial because like, we did kind of talk about it like and you know especially when she tried to like connect with her culture that was probably the best part of that storyline because sometimes it was just like it just confused me how she looks fully asian and she looks asian enough to be another asian person which obviously is like people think all asians look alike but also like they looks they look alike like they look the same you know what i mean but she's also not asian enough and like i think that's just something i'm never really gonna understand because i am monoracial but i think that the way the author described it too it was just kind of weird to me so i don't know um but i don't know i did think that this book had some good points like talking about mental health and talking about like connecting with your culture and you know there was that but then like near the end of the book gracie does something really really messed up towards sam and it's just kind of like brushed over and it's fine because he loves her and you know they everyone has flaws and that's it's great but i just think that it just it wasn't great and she should have like apologized for real instead of just letting him confess his love to her and being like okay um awesome let's be together now like there's something i don't know if i should like spill the beans but i'm gonna spill the beans basically um like i said grace's mom has dementia and so when sam visits her grace grace's mom like mistakes him for um her brother who passed and so this is like a thing right so later on in the book um grace's mom is having like a meltdown and so grace tells sam to pretend to be her dead uncle to calm down her mother and he's like what i'm not gonna do that that's very disturbing and i'm not gonna lie to your mom like that and Grace is basically like, well, I lie to people all the time. You know, you lie to that sick kid at the hospital and pretend I was Wei Feng Lee because it's my job, okay? And so Sam is very uncomfortable doing it. And I would be too. And so she's like, you know, the only reason you're not doing this is because I'm not Wei Feng Lee and you don't care about me as much as you care about her. And if I was Wei Feng Lee, then you would do it in a heartbeat. And so he's like, what are you talking about? Like, that's not even true. That's not how this works at all. And so he ends up doing it and he's like mad at her for making him do that. And he was like, why would you make me do that? And she was like, I didn't make you do that. And he was like, yeah, you did by saying that if I didn't do it, it proves that I like Wei Feng Li more than like you, even though she's like a sister to me and you know this. And it's just this weird. It's it's just so weird. It gives me the ick. Like, because before this, like I could excuse some of Grace's actions because I feel like they didn't really hurt people besides like herself you know what i mean like she was hurting herself but she was also building herself back up but in this case like you're just ruining relationships and stuff and it was just really icky it was so icky it was so gross like who does that you know and so basically 
it just gives me bad vibes like so that's why I say I have a lot of mixed feelings about Grace and about this book because it's like why would you have your main character do that but you still want me to love her you still want me to make her like I, I no 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 and then near the end of the book there was like this giant like plot twist air quotes on plot twist but I just feel like that wasn't twisty it wasn't surprising at all and like it didn't really add anything like it did I guess like it adds something to their lives but like to the story no I just something about this book kind of fell flat for me I feel like it was it relied too much on like tropes and archetypes to actually like focus on the story and so hey the romance between Sam and Gracie was lacking like even when they did have like their funny quirky cute moments it just didn't no it didn't work um the identity part was probably like the best part and the part about like Grace being like a huge planner like her self-development was probably the best even though she kind of regressed near the end with that whole thing that whole I don't even want to refer to it but it's definitely um it's definitely more of a romance story than anything else which is not bad I like romance stories but if you can put aside the fact that like if you just think about like if you don't put this in real life like if you just imagine anything can happen like I said like then it's like fine but um, I don't know I don't know it's okay it's like I said Philippa Sue being the narrator definitely is a big plus because I do like her voice and like the way she narrates but some of this actual plot is just oh but it was still enjoyable like it's fun to listen to you just can't think too hard about it or you will get irritated like me talking about this means I have to think about it and the more I think about it the more I I dislike it you know so there's that <laughs> but overall that's all I had to say honestly even though I made all this like even though I talked all this trash about it like not trash for all but even though I talked all about this I do think it was still an enjoyable audiobook it was a fun listen and I think that she did a good job narrating only part that was irritating like I said was you can't always tell if she's talking or if she's thinking but I liked it it was good um to listen to if I had to read this book I'd probably put it down um but yeah so that's all I had to say thank you so much for listening and here's my outro Thank you so much for listening to an episode of Melanated and Educated. If you'd like to hear or see more of me, you can follow me on my social media at the handle Desilobo. D-S-L-I-L-B-O-O. That's Desilobo. And you can also continue to listen to episodes of this podcast. Once again, thank you so much for listening and I hope you enjoyed.